Thank you for joining us here at His Heartline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Happy to have you here. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at the wheel. They are the host. They are the ones at the helm of the ship, and they are steering us through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome to 1% or less with him at his hard line, and I'm, I'm very happy to have you all here today. Um, uh, you know... <clears throat> I see so many people on social media, including our, you know, wonderful former President Trump. You know, everyone's out there always saying, oh, happy Memorial Day, happy Memorial Day. It's like, well, there's really nothing happy about Memorial Day because, you know, this is a day where really, well, it's, you know, there's nothing happy about death. Now, some would argue, well, yeah. I would disagree, you know, it would mean that they're in heaven, you know, they're on the other side, they are not of this world anymore. And I would have to agree with you to some degree, you know, but you know, here's the thing, when you think, when I, okay, let me just speak for Jason Jones. When I think of Memorial Day, I think of the blood that got shed and the lives that were lost. And I can only imagine what was going through the minds of those men and women that fought for the freedoms that we are still trying to fight for here right now. At least some of us are anyway. And a lot of them have fought and lost their lives and shed blood and have probably in some or a lot of cases have died very atrocious deaths. Whether it's by an IUD or, you know, a hail of gunfire by the Taliban. I mean, you just, you know, we don't know. And I don't want to know. But at the end of the day, no matter what soldier died from what war and how, this is a day of solemn, somber remembrance. And we really just need to really ultimately pay our respects in the most, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say here, in the deepest, sincere way that we know how. Because too many people look at this holiday that we call Memorial Day as just another day to get off of work and to go boating and to go fishing and to grill and to drink and go camping. And yes, a lot of that is fun, but you got to remember you would not have any of those freedoms had it not been for all the men and women previous of, you know, previous to us who fought overseas. And now these are, this is probably an argument or a story for a different show, but you know, some of them, I believe, died in vain, unfortunately. You know, they were following orders of terrible leadership in this nation. And, you know, unbeknownst to most of our men and women who thought they were fighting for the right thing, were killed in vain in a lot of instances. And, um, but nonetheless, I know that in their mind, they had our best interest at heart and in their own mind. And so we remember those men and women out there that gave up that ultimate sacrifice, so we thank you. Today is May 30th, 2022. It is Monday. I will say happy Monday. 
it's a beautiful day where we're at here in Michigan. It's really windy though. Blew over my tomato plants out in the garden because we still have them in pots. So those are the only plants other than the strawberries that we have that are actually in pots and they they blew over. It was a little sad, but uh went out there, picked them up, watered the garden. So I was going to do some yard work, but I am opting out today. I vote nay on the yard work. So here we are. Today we're going to be reading out of the book of Corinthians, actually, excuse me, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We're going to be reading verses 1 through 21, and it's about temporal and eternal. And it reads, For we know that if the earthly tent, which is our house, is torn down, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For indeed in his house we groan, longing to be clothed, clothed excuse me, with our dwellings from heaven. Inasmuch as we, having put it on, will not be found naked. For indeed, while we are in this tent, we groan, being burdened, because we do not want to be unclothed, but to be clothed so that what is mortal will be swallowed up by life. Now he who prepared us for this very purpose is God, who gave to us the Spirit as a pledge. Therefore, being always of good courage and knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we may walk by faith, not by sight. We are of good courage, I say, and prefer rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. Therefore, we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Therefore, knowing the, fear, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest to God, and I hope that we are made manifest also in your consciences. We are not again commanded, commended ourselves to you, but are giving you an occasion to be proud of us, so that you will have an answer for those who take pride in appearance and not in heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are of sound mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ controls us. Having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all, so that they who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. Therefore, from now on, we recognize no one according to the flesh, even though we may have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him in this way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, namely, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were making an appeal through us, we beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 
and that is the reading of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 21. So kind of to recap that. So with what we were reading, from what I understand, now when it talks about our earthly um, our t- earthly tent or our earthly house, as some would call it, which is basically, in other words, for our physical bodies. So for our earthly tent may be destroyed, but we may have a heavenly house made by God. And we yearn to be clothed with our heavenly habitation so that, you know, so mortality will be swallowed up by life. And when we're at home in the body, as it says here, that means we're absent from the Lord. And then when we pass from these bodies to the world beyond, we must each give an account before the judgment seat of Christ according to what we have done, whether good or bad. And we regard no one according to the flesh. No one. Anyone that is in Christ is indeed a new creation. And therefore we are reconciled to God in Christ. And and God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. I'm just kind of digesting a couple things here that I'm reading. I find it interesting because where it says, you know, when we're in our bodies here on earth, it says that we're absent of the Lord. And I struggle to kind of understand that a little bit, but I guess I understand it because I guess if when we're in our physical bodies, our vessels here on earth, if you will, you know, we're in an area, we're in an, we're in a, um, we're in a jurisdiction, if you will, that's not um, where we can't see Christ, right? We're not in his presence. Now we can ask Christ to be in our heart, but we don't see him physically in the flesh like, you know, most would want to see him. It's not until we die and we pass from these bodies, our earthly tents, if you will, right? Our our earthly houses, our, our vessels that we walk around in. When we're absent of the body is when and only when we become present in Christ. But we also got to remember that we have to make sure that we are always in good courage. Like it says in verse six, we are always in good courage and knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent of the Lord because where we're at in the body, we all we have is our faith, knowing and believing in Christ. And that takes a lot of courage and a lot of faith. And it says here in verse 9, Therefore we also have, as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. So no matter where we're at, whether if we're here in our earthly bodies or you know, in our heavenly bodies, we're always striving to please Christ. That's why it says we must first appear, though, on the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body according to what he has done. doesn't matter if it was, you know, good or, done, you know, good or bad. 
And then I'm just reading a little bit here. But then as it continues to say here, skipping ahead down to uh, verse 16, where it says, Therefore now on we recognize that no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him in this way no longer. And therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, namely that God was in reconcile reconcil was excuse me, was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Sorry about that. My wife is trying to call. I might have to hang this up. I think we've had a family emergency, so I might have to end this abruptly because, like I said, we had a death in the family just a couple weeks ago. It was her grandfather, and uh, we just got news today that her grandmother is going to be passing away um, probably any day now, in fact. So um, I might have to – I do apologize for this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to end this – just kind of abruptly here so I can uh, tend to my wife here and um, see what's going on. But I wish all of you, I'm going to just skip a quick prayer, just do a quick prayer real quick. But Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day, another day of life and good health for all of us. And we just pray that you always guide us in the path that you need us to be in. And we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Again, I apologize for ending this abruptly. Um, But again, family, another family emergency. So it looks like we're, we may be having another family death here. And, um, we just ask for all your prayers for my wife because it's, uh, she's taken it pretty hard because her grandparents were some of the closest people in the family that she's had. So, uh, prayers up for my wife and us, if you could, uh, thank you so very much. Have a blessed day and we will be back a little later, possibly maybe for his hardline quick look. All right. Bye-bye. say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.